ready to create the impactful and profitable business you've been dreaming of? It's all possible. We've done it ourselves after leaving careers in law and clinical practice. Like many other professional women, we wanted the freedom and flexibility to live life on our own terms, and we felt the pull to be more present to our growing families. But we still felt drawn to contribute, to build, and to create. For us, that looked like founding software companies, but for you, that may look different. Our mission is to help other ambitious women build and grow businesses on the internet. Starting up online can be overwhelming and isolating, but it doesn't need to be. Join us for honest conversations about what it really means to grow an online business that aligns with your values and adds something meaningful to the world. I'm Sandy Connery. And I'm Jenny Barcelos. And this is the Soulful MBA Podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. We love audiobooks and we suspect that you do too. Because you're a Soulful MBA listener, you can get an audiobook of your choice and a 30-day free trial over at audibletrial.com slash soulfulmba. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash soulfulmba for your free audiobook. Welcome to the Soulful MBA podcast, episode 141. This week's guest is Erica Thomas, founder of Elemental Kinetics. Is it your impression that before you start online, you need a massive email list or social following? This week's guest is living proof that you absolutely do not. Just like Nicole from last week's episode, episode 140, Erica shares her first ever online launch numbers after completing our beta launch lab. And her report includes her tiny but ever so mighty email list size that converted to sales at a staggering rate. Reflecting on this episode, Jenny and I really want to embrace the beginning of the business journey when it's about the small numbers, that first sale, the second sale, the $500 launches, the less than 100 person email lists. They need to be celebrated. Everyone starts here and it is such a thrilling place to be. There is too much emphasis on six figure launches. Beyond the numbers, Erica's story is about embracing a new identity, one that she discovered was really important to her when she was offered a job in the middle of her launch. She had a choice to take a steady paycheck or to play out what she had started. If you've doubted that you were ready to start online because you're not experienced enough, big enough, known enough, technical, or whatever enough, we're betting that Erica's story will have you questioning this thinking, you might just be ready. We are happy to introduce you to Erica Thomas. Enjoy. Erica, welcome to our podcast. We're glad you were here. Hi, Sandy. Hi, Jenny. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, we've been really excited to have you as part of our inner circle and have been following you and watching each of your steps as you had your first beta launch. So we would love for you to share that experience. Do you want to just start by talking about who you are, where you're from and what your business is? All right. Well, my name is Erica Thomas and my business is Elemental Kinetics LLC. And it is a brand new baby business as of May of this year. And up until this year, I was an independent contractor, yoga instructor, health coach. And I've been doing that for over 20 years. Oh, wow. I didn't realize. As an independent contractor, yes. And almost a year ago now, my husband was transferred to North Carolina. So we moved to a brand new place after having the last place we lived was, I was there for 12 years. 
and I worked in corporate fitness and I had a pretty good secure, a secure gig really, you know, 10 to two, four days a week, multiple classes. But as this move was coming up and maybe even earlier than that, I had been really struggling to kind of grow in that space because you know, you only have so many hours in a day that you're physically capable of teaching classes. And outside of that, it's mostly recovery time. So before we moved last year, I was teaching more than 15 hours a week. And I thought that was cutting back because that's all I had known. That's the only way to make money is, you know, hours for dollars, right? right? And the company that I worked for, gave me a lot of opportunities to kind of try to break out of that through nutrition presentations in the corporate space and things like that. But still, it's just an hourly thing. There's no way to scale. Mm -hmm. And add to that, that I never really saw myself as my own business. I was always working for different employers, you know, just on an individual basis as a contractor, that's what you do. And until you can see yourself as a business entity, that isn't ever going to change. Anyway, fast forward, really burned out. And when we moved, I thought this will be a fantastic opportunity. I can change everything. I can do something totally different. And I was looking at just health coaching in a more clinical setting with, you know, those weight loss medical institutes and things like that. I was looking at maybe going back to school, master's degree, and possibly pursuing some other certifications in this time period. There was like a million things, but nothing was like calling my name. And I think I found Namastream. I just stumbled across the name Namastream in somebody else's blog post. Hmm. And I don't even remember where, like, I don't remember what I was reading. It was like a blog post about three ways that you can teach online, like three options. And I saw the name and I was like, why don't I do that? Like I have people back home that would, would show up for something like that. They were asking for that. And so I just clicked on it. You know, I was clicked on it and I dug around in your website and for like weeks and weeks, I was just crawling around in there and listening to the podcast forever. And I don't know what, I think it was, I was, I I found some sub, some people hired me here in North Carolina to sub and to teach some yoga classes in person. And I remember going there and being there. And I remember thinking, now I remember why I didn't like this before. <laughs> like that's like I had forgotten. I had forgotten why I didn't like it, why I was having such a hard time with it. I don't I don't want to work to build somebody else's business. Why can't I just build my own business? And so that was the tipping point for me to just go ahead and do the inner circle thing because I know nothing really about the business side and I think it's important to know what you don't know and ask for help on those things. And so that's what, that's where I was coming from here just to get started in that whole inner circle and, and just wanting to teach something. And I didn't really know exactly what it was. I kind of had an idea, you know, that sort of, that Mm -hmm. sort of comes, it sort of gets born while you're working through the process. Right. So 
Yeah, that's kind of what yeah, happened. I love, for me, I love so. that there's this this moment of reckoning, like this knowing, this inner inner knowing of like I need mm-hmm. my own business, and I can never, and yeah. then you can never go back. And I think Jenny yeah. and I were actually talking about this last week about like it's important to like when you decide to do something and you're going to journey into this place or space that you're not really familiar with, and like teaching online or starting an online business or marketing or whatever, you just need to pick your people and stick with them and. You mm-hmm. can jump all over the place and get really confused and waste a lot of time. And it's just like, pick your people and just do what they say, you know, and yeah. go with it and stick with it because you can waste so much time. Okay. Yes. So, so you joined, you're going to, the first thing you did was go through a beta launch lab. Mm-hmm. I want to hear like when you decided to do this online thing, did you have in your mind, you said that you loosely had an idea of what you wanted, but it wasn't concrete, right? Yeah, I do. I have a real heart for trauma-informed yoga. And my hope, my intention eventually is to really serve the military community with trauma-informed yoga and specifically a type of exercise called TRE, which it stands for Tension and Trauma Release Exercise. And I'm in the middle of that certification right now. And so that is why I did not go ahead and start with that type of course because my certification isn't complete, but it will be one of the first things that I offer next year in 2020. But it's a way to help release some of the physical symptoms of PTSD out of the body, like from the body out rather than the psychological side. So you don't have to be a therapist to do it or, you know, anything Mm -hmm. like that. So, yeah, so that's where originally I was going with this, you know, thinking that that would be my quintessential client. That's who I would be speaking with, the military community. And then throughout the beta course, through going through the sleuthing with QCs and the people that I have right now, I really felt like I would be doing them a disservice not to, to just, you know, just not even work with them. You know, I didn't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater and just start complete. Like I have a tribe. It's just not right here in my backyard, my current backyard, you know? So it was interesting the way the summer progressed because there were some things that sort of weirdly fell into place to make that happen, to make that work for me. So just to get back in touch with all of those people, it was an accidental trip back to Cincinnati that just happened to need a sub that week for the entire week. So I went back and worked where I used to work and talked with everyone that I used to work with, that I used to work for. And I mean, I hardly made any phone calls because I was there in person. Like I just took that week and we went out to dinner and, you know, there were 10 people there and you know, we would go, I would, you know, spend 15, 20 minutes between each class talking and talking and talking to people and just to figure it out. What kind of questions would you ask? Like, you've got this newfound idea to build this next phase of your business, you need to build what people want. So you go back home to Cincinnati, and you're like, this all you can see are opportunities now, right? Like, what do do they want? So can you give us an example of what those conversations sounded like or look like? Well, I, you know, first I asked if any of these people had ever purchased or done any kind of online exercise ever before, because I had never done that. Like I had never bought anything like that. I looked at them, but I'd never done anything like that. And so for a lot of them, they, you know, that was not something that they were familiar with at all. And 
I heard a lot of things from them like, well, I'm not tech, like this is for somebody who, you know, I wasn't either. But the answers were, well, I'm not very technologically savvy. So if it's difficult at all, I'm not going to be able to do something like that. That's what I said. That's what I heard from them about participating in an online class. I asked them if they were interested in live stream things, like if they needed, if they wanted someone to be able to see them or if they wanted, you know, what was their schedule like? When would they want some type of a class? And for a lot of them, they were just, you know, they all said evening, but in reality, they really just want whenever they want it. Mm-hmm. They say they want to do it in the evening, but they don't really <laughs> But that's good to know. They wanted to be there, right? Yeah. So yeah, so schedules, I, I asked how often during the week, some, and I got answers that ran the gamut, you know, like I got people who said, I want new content five days a week. In my head, I said, no, that's no, not you don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People who said, oh, like once or twice a month, you know, like that was a huge range. So in some ways, it did bring up some more questions for me, but that was okay. That was okay because it's good to ask, you know, is this really where I want to go? Because I knew I had, I had some questions to ask myself too, like what is my week need to look like to make this happen? And how many hours do I want to spend? doing video and editing and you know what is that going to look like how many hours in my evening if they want live in the evening then i need to be okay also with doing that too so it felt a little bit like some compromise like a little compromise between what i'm capable of doing and then what they wanted and apparently it worked out okay so <laughs> So, yeah, and at the end of that time, while there was a little bit of, I still had a little confusion, I would say, like, is this the right thing to do? I I felt like I had to give myself permission to not get it quite right. Like, I just had to say, it's okay if, if I screw this up, you know, like, if this is not it, if this is not it, it's okay. You know, I will know a lot more this is the entire reason we want people to create beta, right? Like yeah. this is a test. This yeah. is like, does this work for me? Does it work for my clients? Is it, do I enjoy doing it? Is it what they want? That's, I think a really key point is giving your permission for it not to be right and then mm-hmm. be able to iterate and change and then, you know, do it again. Yeah. And I want to point out too the elements of synchronicity and intuition that come into this process. So we have a formula that we teach and that we taught you, Erica, and you took it, but you had this happenstance, this special event come up or this chain of events that led you to be able to talk to your past clients all in this one week period. And so of course, it makes sense to embrace that and use that process. And part of what the beta process teaches us is, okay, so who do I already know that's interested in something I can make and sell online? And then once you've sold it to them too, and you'll get the feedback after, we can talk about that process in a little while, (laughs) you'll start to know, okay, so this is what information I got from this process. And now how do I take that and tease it out and scale it? Because the truth is that your network or your expanded network is pretty like their interests are probably going to be pretty diverse. Like they all happen to know you. That's what they have in common. And they've worked with you in the past or they know someone who knows you for the most part 
But now you're going to work with these people online and you're going to take the people who have the greatest experience and who have the kind of most excitement at the end of this and you're going to figure out what's similar between those people and how can I find more of them. Mm -hmm. And then it starts to expand beyond your own network. And so I think it's important for folks to understand that when you're beta testing and beta launching, you're typically launching to friends and family and, you know, just former clients or current clients. And so you're going to have kind of that more diverse pool that you're talking about where people are going to give you a wide range of answers to your questions. And that's totally normal because the commonality that they have is not that they're all sort of the same quintessential client. The Mm -hmm. commonality is that they know you or have a connection to you in some way. Yeah, I definitely saw that for sure. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So tell us what you ended up, what kind of product did you end up creating for your beta launch? So when I started, my intention was to do an eight-week course, and then I, I kind of felt like that was maybe too much. It was not a minimum viable product like we talk about, and timing-wise, I was not sure I'd be able to do that with you know family schedules coming up through the holidays. So I went with a four-week course, and it is called Shift Under Pressure. That name comes from cycling when you're climbing on a road bike. And you get to the point where if you don't shift, terrible things can happen. (laughs) So that's where that name comes from. But so it is designed to basically it's a masterclass in movement and stress management. And we take intensity, we take video courses that are higher intensity, but no impact on the body and pair them with more traditional yoga. And there's two live components a week and two pre-recorded videos per week. And the yoga piece of those videos are broken down into 20-minute segments that by the end of the course, they will have kind of a mix and match, build your own yoga practice. The live yoga class every week is a full hour format. And I use that to kind of pull things that I want to focus on from the videos in a live setting. For them. And the other live class is, we call it office hours, but it's for Q&A, partly for Q&A about the videos, and then partly as a instructional time. So you have 20 to 30 minutes of instruction on stress management, on intention, titration, perception versus reality, some different things like that, and really how the stress response in the body works. So... And what did you price it at? So for four weeks, I priced it at 120 And for the beta, I offered it to my beta clients for $50. Okay. So that's a bargain. Yeah. This podcast is brought to you by the Namastream software platform. Namastream is an easy-to-use platform that helps you build and sell your own courses, memberships, and live stream programs. Go from idea to open for business in just minutes. You can learn more at namastream.com. So you've decided what you've got. You've got your price. And then you have to enter all the planning to get this ready to go to launch. So talk to us about, you know, writing a sales page, writing the emails. What was that experience like putting all those pieces together? So the sales page, I had multiple different sales pages because I started with a different quintessential client. And so I felt like I had to change the language just a little bit. 
for the people who I would be talking to for this beta. But it wasn't like starting over. You just tweak it just a little bit. So, you know, we're talking to civilians instead of military people, right? And so the sales page was fantastic. That 27-word persuasion persuasion sentence. sentence, I mean, I just followed that exactly. I just did it, like, just fill in the blank. And it was, like, magical on the page, really, because it takes so much of the thinking out for you, really. You're just putting your own spin on those, those same things. Just fill in the blank on that. And that was probably the easiest part about it. The emails, I really did struggle, <laughs> I have to say. And I don't know why, the, especially the first two in the beta launch lab, first of all, Thank you for the email sequence because it's really, really fantastic to have all that laid out, the calendar, when you send what email. And I'm sure I'm not the only one who, when they looked at it at first, thought, oh my gosh, that's a lot of emails. That's a lot, right? Right. But it's only for that week. And you just need to remind, you have to remind people because they do not remember. They will not remember, even if they open your email every day. They're just, it just gets put off or whatever it is. So you have, I mean, it works. So, so I know you did worry about how many emails you were sending, but you did tell us that you got an interesting response from one of your clients. Yeah. So it was actually, it was early on. It might've been the Monday. So I did my cart open Monday through Friday. And so the first two emails were, you know, the two weeks before. And so it was like the Monday the Monday of card open and one of my clients emailed and thanked me for sending these. And I was like, well, okay, then just for my own personal experience, you know, there's a lot of times you get things that are meaningful. You hear something, somebody tells you something meaningful and you don't always get a chance to tell them how much that affected you. And so for every one person that reaches back out and says, thank you, you know that there's many other people who have been affected by that as well. So it was very humbling and gratifying for sure. So yeah, absolutely. That was great. So let's hear the results. So you had a five-day cart open. What happened on the first day? Okay. The first day I had four people sign up the first day, and then I had two people sign up Every day after that until Thursday night, Thursday during the day, like nobody signed up during the day. And I was like, oh no, it must be over. And I was thinking, oh, am I okay with just having, you know, like this many, however many it was at that point? Am I okay with that? Can I be okay with that? Because I wasn't sure. And then I got up Friday morning and there were four more people had signed up like late in the middle of the night, like just in the middle of the night. So by the end of Friday, I had 13. It happened to be Friday the 13th. I felt like that was a good omen and I was going to be happy with that. And then one more signed up at like 1130. And then I had two more after that over the weekend and the Monday that we started the course. So So you had ended it with 16 people, I believe, right? Total. Mm -hmm. Okay. But you have a story, which is awesome, by the way. Like I think I said in the last week's podcast. Congratulations, Sarah. Yeah, that's huge. That's huge. Like 
you know, we want to aim for that 10, 15 kind of mark. So to get 16 is is incredible. And it's a roller coaster, right? Like we, we yeah. always say, and you think, is that it? Oh, there's more. And then you're like, oh, and you're just sort of up and down throughout that <laughs> week during the launch. So I, yes, we hear yes. you on that. You had something happen that was such an interesting story while your cart was open. Yeah. So right after we moved to North Carolina, I interviewed with this incredible weight loss clinic. And I was, I really wanted this job as a health coach there. The problem was that it was an hour commute one way to get there. So it would have been a two hour commute and it wasn't really realistic. Well, the week of my cart open, I got the Thursday of my cart open, I, I got a text from someone from that company and she wanted to know if I had any time to talk to her about a potential job opening that was closer to where I live at another facility. And it was just a text. And it was that Thursday, that Thursday when I didn't see anything happening. And I'm like, well, and I was curious about what she wanted to talk about and what this was. And then a part of me was like, you know, you've got like two weddings and there's a lot of things coming and wouldn't it be great if you had like a regular income right now like wouldn't that be fantastic these are the words in my head right and I was I just said well I'll just talk to her like it's I'm just curious so I'll just schedule a phone call it's not going to hurt anything and (laughs) so I scheduled the call for that Friday and that morning I was kind of trying to figure out if I could do both could I work full time and still do, you know, my own business? Could I do that? That's, I mean, it's online. It's possible. I would just do my videos or whatever. I could do a membership instead of like multiple courses. I don't know. I just was like, maybe, maybe I could. And then I was getting ready for this phone call and I looked at my site and I had had four more signups that Thursday night. And I was like, no, I am not going to do it. Hell no. And I was thinking, you know, this is it. This is it. This is this is it. You have a decision to make. And sometimes if you want something different, you have to let the other thing go. You have to almost destroy what you had before so you can't go back. And I really felt like the struggle that I've been having in the last, you know, eight or nine months just with, you know, just little teaching gigs here and there. I mean, that is the old me. That's what I used to do, you know, 20 years ago, 20 years ago, that's okay. It is not okay. Now I have, I have more to offer the world than an hour here or there. That's just, it's not acceptable anymore. So yeah. Did you end up talking to that woman? I did. I talked to her and I was right up front because she wanted to know what I had been doing since that last interview. And I was just building an empire. That's like, all. Just a little something. You know, I didn't want to say I'm going to take over the world, but you know, it could have been that <laughs> kind I, of conversation. But so, I am. But I am. Right. So yeah. So I just told, and I just told her up front that I was launching my business as we spoke. And it was an online business. And, you know, I mean, I'm ha- I said I would be happy to send her an updated resume. But right now I'm, you know, this is really not a good time for me to do something else like that. And I don't know that it ever would be. But, you know, she 
you don't want to burn bridges. You know what and she's so, thinking? She's like, man, I got to do that myself. Like, what am I doing wasting my <laughs> well, time? And then the other thing, she told me on the phone that this company was trying to get some online coaching going for themselves because everything's going online. You know, with you've got lots of, of online options for people for weight loss and health and wellness. And she was concerned that this would be a conflict of interest. I'm like, well, that's your answer then <laughs> because <laughs> there it is. But yeah. So, wow. yeah, you can't quit before you start. And I mean, that, that was what really my thought out of that was like, you have a choice, but why would you quit before you even get started? Like that was the last day of the card open. And, and the anything is yet. sending yeah. you these yeah. signs, right? These sales are coming in like, stay, right. you got to do this. Here's another one. You got to right. do this. Wait, right. don't go away. Here's right. another one, right? So what is that like? Like, do you feel like your identity has really shifted over the last few months? Absolutely. I mean, it's been a huge mindset shift for me because like I said earlier, like I never looked at what I did as a business, even though it should have been, I should have seen it like that. And had I looked at it, like that, then I would have a huge email list, right? 20 years of emails instead of like six months. What did you have? Yeah, we forgot to bring that up. What was your email list before you launched? The email list that I put into ConvertKit is 34 people strong. So... And you had 16 people sign up. Like Now, caveat that 34, like a couple of those are my test emails. So, <laughs> so, even, 31. 31. so the results are even better than, than they appear at initial glance. I mean, yeah. that's, yeah, like half the people on your email list bought your beta yes. program. And that's amazing. And I think that this is so inspiring because everyone starts at nothing or at 10 or at 30, right? Like everyone starts there. And we don't hear the stories of how you build from yeah, there to from the wherever, right? Like we talk about six figures and then we talk about a million dollars and then we talk about $10 million. But it is like the real journey is in what do you do when you launch to a 30 person email list or a hundred person email list or a 500 person email list? And what is possible there? Because this is the very first launch. And then this builds on to the next launch. And this is how you build your business brick by brick by brick. And it's all yours, right? Like that's the beauty is you're going into it with the right business model. This other company you were talking to, they have the brick and mortar and they're trying to now add on to this kind of scalable business model, but it's not, it's not made for that, right? Like you, you get to go in without all that overhead and whatever else they have, the baggage they have to bring in. And you just get to go in with a clean slate and, and build this from the ground up. And it's, it's incredible that you had a launch like that. I can tell you that almost no one until this beta launch program that we started sharing with our inner circle community, you all are the only ones that have ever seen it so far. Until this, I mean, I don't know what people would launch to like three sales, two sales, one sale, right? And so it's a huge victory to know that you got 16 sales in your first launch. That's just yeah, I, you just should feel so <laughs> proud of that. And I'm so proud of you for doing it. The percentage that just by percentage, it's it's mind boggling to me, actually. I mean, but these are people I have relationships with. This yeah, is not, but that's how it works. Yeah, that's I mean, that's how it's and that's the same thing as you grow your email list, right? Those are if you do it right, those aren't strangers. Those are also people you have a relationship with. It's not as 
as intimate a relationship. It's not as as in person and doesn't have the same history. But you, what you're going to do as you get more and more people who you don't initially know onto your list, you build the relationship through emailing, right, and through social and mm-hmm. whatever else. And so podcasting or blogging or whatever it is you choose to do to build that connection, you won't be launching to strangers. You'll never be launching to strangers. You'll always be launching to people who know you, right? That's the goal and the vision. It'll just be a bigger audience of people that know you. Yeah. The perception (laughs) online is that you, you know, you attract all these people from all over the world. And initially that is not what happens. It's all about networking. It's all about connections. It's relationships. And that's how you build one person by one person by one person. So you are just the best, best example of that. So (laughs) it's okay. That's so great. All right. So Erica, do you have a joy and hustle for us? I've been thinking about this all day. (laughs) Yes, I love the joy and hustle when you guys do that. So, okay. So my joy is maybe a little weird. It's a little weird. It's a little odd. It cannot be weirder than some of of the ones that we've come up with, especially Sandy's joys. No, I was going to say, especially Jenny's joys. Jenny has weird joys. So (laughs) don't knock the seaweed. (laughs) Well, this might be along with the seaweed. So my joy for this week, just, last couple of weeks has been salad for breakfast. It's, Ooh, it's it. yeah. I mean, okay. So I have been in the past, I try a lot of different kind of diets because I like to know what people are doing, what they feel like, what they're doing. And up until, you know, maybe last year I was pretty hardcore paleo and I have just been Like, I just don't want to work so hard to stay healthy. I always felt like it didn't matter how I ate. It was so hard to stay feeling good and energetic and well and fit and all of those things. And I've always, that's always what I look for. Let's make it easy. I've been shifting to a vegetarian diet, whole food, plant-based. And so the first thing I did was change out my breakfast and to find a way to get more vegetables. And since my willpower is stronger in the morning, then I'm going to eat my salad in the morning (laughs) for breakfast. And it's lovely. And you just throw some berries in there and some pecans and sunflower seeds. and salad. Yeah, breakfast salad. That's my joy. There's like a whole course. There's your next opt-in. I was going to say, like, how can we market this? This is (laughs) a thing. Salads. Yeah, that would be a great one. A beautiful PDF. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I might be taking that for that. Yeah, you take it. Take it. All right. And what's your hustle? Oh my gosh! I want to say Namastream. But I know that Nicole did Inner Circle and Namastream, and I know that that makes everything easier. But I would say along with that, well, here's why that makes things easier, because everything that you all have suggested or as a tool to use works. Like you don't have to go. We're 100% right all the time. Yes, all the time. Wow. So far, so far, I haven't. Wait till tomorrow. Yeah, we'll we'll let you know. So far, yes. So as far as tools go, I mean, if you're looking for something to help you sort of navigate all of the options on Google of all of the things that you could possibly use, then Namastream and Inner Circle is the way to go. Because people already have their experience there. And you can base it off of that instead of the four-star review or the, 
you know, whatever it is on Amazon or Google, anything like that. Yeah, for sure. Right. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Well, where can people find you if they want to check out what you're doing? Okay. So I have my business Facebook page is Elemental Kinetics Move Well and Instagram at Elemental Kinetics. And then if they want to go straight to my Namastream business page, it's ElementalKinetics.com. And that's where I'm at right now. So they're all good. That's amazing. Thank you, Erica. It's such a great story. And I so appreciate you joining us today. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Ready to go from, I really want to build an online business, but don't know where to start to, wow, I've just sold my first digital product. That's exactly what we're going to help you do during our free Become an Online Teacher course. We've created a simple five-day email-based course to teach you everything you need to get started as an online teacher. By the end of the week, you'll have a digital product that's mapped out, priced, and ready to offer your community. Head over to soulful.mba teacher to sign up. It's totally free.